And we're back. And it's another day. And it's another Tuesday. TLC. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't even know how left our verse goes. Can you give me a little A selection from the choir? India, do you mind? No, you should have been playing it there. Give me a little bit. Give the people some. No, baby. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And I always have. My very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B Love, and this is She and I Podcast. <laughs> and we are back on a Tuesday. The best thing to happen on Tuesday since Monday. It feels like we just recorded last night. Because we did. Oh, don't say it out loud. But <laughs> where are my manners? We are joined this evening by an esteemed guest who I have a pleasure, the pleasure of seeing on a regular basis. Bless her soul. <laughs> I would like to give a warm she and I welcome to my friend, Ruby D. Thanks. Great to be here. And we are so happy to have you. Before we move on, you know I also have to shout out your running mate. Shout out to Courtney. What's up, Courtney? Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, Ruby, I'm sorry. I oh, my God. Please. Thank you for having, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's a, such an amazing, such an amazing feat. But, but, I don't want to just hop right in and start discussing these topics without first, like I always do, Playing a game with the guests. Now, the game that we play usually is called What Would You Do? So I thought about it. Why would I change? Why don't I stick to the script? So the game <laughs> that we're going to play tonight is called What Would You Do? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a series of scenarios, and then you have to tell me what you would do in your most honest an opinionated voice. How you feel about that right now? Okay, I'm pretty honest. In India. What's up? Like I always do with the guests, you don't help me with the copy. So if you want to participate, you can participate as well, okay? Thank you, Bear. Anytime, my dear. <laughs> so, Ruby, here we go for the first scenario. If you saw your friend out at a bar or at a restaurant getting real cozy with a member of the opposite sex and you know they are in a relationship and the person that they're in the relationship with also happens to be your friend as well. What would you do in that scenario? This has nothing to do with me. Carry on with my dinner. <laughs> really? This has nothing to do with me. If, those, if those they're both two, my friends, if they're both my friends, and yes. those two people are somewhere together, and I don't know, that yes. means I'm not supposed to know. Okay. So let me carry on with my evening activities. So like India and I. 
Yes. Both your friends, you see me out. You said gallivanting. Well, that's married. You didn't say married. Oh, you I said dating. You're dating. Right. dating. Uh, yeah, that's let me a stick different to the subject matter. You're right. You're right. You're right. So dating. Let's stick to the script. Dating. Okay. None of your business. None of my business. You're going to leave it be. Nah, nothing to do with me. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> India Marie, I know you old snitch. You look like Takashi 69. Well, She's, it would, it would, it would. Like if it was just if I wasn't friend with the person's significant other, yeah. or you know, girlfriend or boyfriend, mm-hmm. then that would be different. But I'm friends with both of them. So it was just kinda like and especially if the friend sees me right. seeing them, <laughs> what then I'm just the... I'm just gonna wait until the friend brings it up with Absolutely. me. What if they give you a head nod when they see you? Head nod back. Hey, how you doing? That's it. No. Will it be awkward next time you're around that no, person? No, I didn't do nothing wrong. Okay, so I'm not didn't. never going to be in trouble. I'm not awkward. Would it be awkward for you, India, to be around that person who you just saw cheating on your other friend with another friend and we can all be friends? It wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily be awkward. I don't know if it would be awkward, but I would, I don't know. I would probably kind of wait and see because it's like, how long are you going to let this... <laughs> Go on without mentioning it, that I saw you. Well, listen, I feel like but, and then it genuinely could have been nothing. Like, what if they weren't on a date? What if it was like a coworker? No, no, no. no, no, no. He's saying they was cuddled out. I said they was right. I said they okay. were cozy in a restaurant or a lounge. When I'm talking about cozy, okay. I mean so arm around in a booth. It was in a booth. Okay, well, you know, stinky finger. Like I said. I, <laughs> You know what? You know, stinky, it's stinky Tuesday, pinky. Sir. It's stinky pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It just went left so fast. Who knows <laughs> what was going on in that booth? It has no. nothing to do with me once again. That's true. And I, They're not married. Listen, Ruby D, I'm on your side of the fence on this one. I was going to say, the only reason why it wouldn't have anything to do with me is because I'm friends with both of them. But if right. they were married, that's a different conversation for me. Now, yeah. so, all right. So let's switch it up. Let's add a little salt, a little salt bay. Mm-hmm. If they are married, mm-hmm. what would happen in this situation? I'm would going you... to talk to the person that I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then it makes me need to bring it up. Right. So like, you're going to walk married, over like, Well, because, you know, I don't, I don't, like the whole cheating thing, you know, this like mm-hmm. uh, top of the list for disrespect for me. Disrespect. So especially like Cheaters you, or beaters. I said beaters. And... Like I said, it's just so easy to just say you don't want to be with somebody if you're not satisfied. You said it's just so easy to say that if you're married? Instead of cheating. Right. No, cheating. Now, listen, cheating is the cowardly way out. And it's a cop out. So but, you're just waiting to get caught? Is that one, what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's... That makes you... Uh, mm. Yeah, you're a shitty person. That's what that makes you. You're a shitty person. Really? Are you, I would what agree. are you confused about? <laughs> I just said, give me time to agree. <laughs> My goodness. All right. The next scenario that I have lined up for this game. Ruby D, if one of your friends were to owe you a large sum of money, say around 800 bucks. It's a pretty large sum to me. I don't know about y'all. My pockets. Then, you know what I can do with $800 right now? I don't want to talk about it. But, they have been on the gram flexing, talking about out buying new clothes, buying new shoes, taking nice trips, and they haven't mentioned anything about paying you a stitch of money back. What would you do? 
this has happened to me. Oh, I knew it. I felt it in my soul, in my spirit. Um, and spirit and the, soul. The best, the best thing I could say is, don't loan what you don't have to loan. Like okay. if you're loaning it and you expect it back, mm. just don't loan it because I understand everything will will that relationship um will become will become strained. Yep. And if that person owes you money, they they're going to give it back or their their spirit should say they want to give it back. But you really don't want to create that relationship. And if you need it, it as a person who loaned it and needed it, um, it became painful. To I need watch my them money go on back. vacation and do different things. And I don't care who they were like, well such so, such so pay for it. It doesn't matter to you, it looks like yes. you out here on a plane with my money. So it's you are spending difficult. my money. Yeah, and it ain't cool. So you can't you mean to tell me such and such can't give you the money to give back to me? I'm not gonna count your pockets. Like if you if you had it, I assume you're gonna give it to me. But I also don't give away money that I that I I've done it before where I've given right. somebody money that I need to pay a bill for, and then they didn't give it back, which caused a domino effect in my life. I I can't do it anymore. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me two times, I forgot the rest. India. <laughs> J. Cole said it. It sounded good when J. Cole said it. I'm not it. letting anybody borrow $800. Like, I have to be in the next income bracket to let somebody borrow $800. Like, the way my pockets are set up today, I'm not letting nobody borrow a lump sum of money. I, I, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> that just made my soul smile. Even, even when I was working. Okay. When I, like, when I was working for a company, the way those pockets were set up, I was not letting anybody borrow a big lump sum of money. A hundred dollars? I could swing that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you don't expect to get, to Ruby D's point, you don't expect to get a hundred dollars back. I know if I give you one hundred dollars, that's yours. At this point, that's, that, that's gone. It's out of the window. Twenty? Five? Ten dollars? That's charity. Like, here, please, take take it. Like, don't even, don't, yeah, don't even say I'm going to pay you back. You're not. Take this five dollars and get the hell on. But eight hundred? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need at I'm least not. half of that back. And we'd never be... Yeah, at least half. I'm gonna need at least, and we need to work out a payment plan or something that you can be on and you have to stick to because, in order for our friendship to sustain and remain strong, I need some kind of restitution. I think See, what that's... irritates me about, you know, friends or family or whoever borrowing money is because they're asking you because they assume that you got it. Let's say you do have it. By you not paying me back, it makes me feel like you're taking advantage of my pockets. Mm. And that to me is not fair. I would I would have to agree. So just agree. because like you're low on money, you think I have money because you asked me for money and I gave it to you. No, I'm balling. I, I I let you, exactly. I ain't and balling, I'm falling. I'm you trying to get back up. Precious time trying to you taking your precious time trying to pay me back or you know, you just living your life like, oh, I can pay that person back whenever because I know they got it. That's fucked up to me. I think that's a shitty friend. I would have to agree with you on that. I would agree. And I think that some of the challenges, if you um, have it, if you don't have it and you haven't communicated is when you're wrong. You know, like you really haven't communicated yeah. um, that this is coming at this point. And that that kind of thing is where, um, where, where I would be wrong in that situation. Yeah. I like it. You know, I got three. I got two more scenarios. But this is number three. Let me get into my scenario bag right now. Here we go. If your friend is dating someone new, 
I mean, they've been dating for about a week. And they bring him around you. And immediately, when he comes around, you guys hit it off. You start getting your jokes, your sense of humor. Everything is cool. And then that night, when he goes home, he slides in your DM and he tells you, listen, I know I'm with your friend, but that's before I met you and I feel like I made the wrong decision. What would you do? You ain't get your silly ass on somewhere. What you mean? <laughs> First of all, he's the victim, okay? Get silly shit on somewhere. The guy is the victim. It's not he's, his fault. He's the that- victim? Yes. It, the victim of all what? these beautiful, all these beautiful women. Oh. It's not his fault that he met okay. one friend that was cool. Mm-hmm. He met the other friend that was hella cool. Okay, and he just happened to stumble upon the wrong one, the right one, at the wrong time. Can't well, takes you. Can't help you. You know. Um, thank you for your DM <laughs> and the. Block. I can't hear you anymore, so it doesn't matter. You gonna block it? Yes. First of all, you shouldn't be in my DMs. Second of all, why? How do we end up Facebook friends? I don't know you. He added you that night when y'all met. Said my name is Ruby D. It would have never worked out because I wouldn't have accepted. I don't accept the friendships of my friends' husbands or boyfriends unless I knew you before. Yeah. So like, if I met you, you if I know you, and you're dating Barrett, I don't know Barrett. I have no reason to be Facebook friends with Barrett. Because when Barrett messes up, I mean, you need to be able to talk crazy on social media about Barrett. Now, y'all ain't talking crazy about right. me. So well, there's no I reason for that, so, for that circle to come through. Like, oh, and I'm telling my friend. I'm like, hey, the guy you just introduced me to, just DM me. I figured y'all was going to do that. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Boys, guys are different. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. If one of my homies is dating a girl for about a week and he brings that girl around the rest of the homies, depending on how close me and the guy are, I'm going to say, hey, man, listen. Oh, Indy over here slid in my DM just talking about, you know, y'all dating, but I don't know how you feel about it, but I think she wants some of the sauce from the boss. Do you mind if I talk to her? But I am going to present that to the homie first, and if he says everything is cool, then I will proceed to talk to her if I so feel inclined. That is such a misogynistic way of life. Really? The idea that you could ask permission to have another wo- a woman from another guy. Like, that is so male. I have to. Whatever. Do y'all. Whatever. But that's, that's why I'm in the trash. <laughs> See there? Just that quick. But I got to because, listen. I mean, I have you could to just not talk friend. to the person. They don't have that kind of, apparently, they don't even have that kind of limitation in their spirit. I mean, we we do, but y'all don't. Y'all don't. If, if I you, know your friends who have slept and talked to the same girls if before. You and the girl have only been talking a week, and I meet her, and y'all have y'all haven't done anything sexual, um, barely, maybe not even kissed. And if I meet her, when well, we all in a setting that in a controlled setting, we're all together, and then she DMs me and says, "Hey, I like you a little more than I like." XYZ, then I'm gonna tell my homie and I'm gonna ask his blessing to talk to her. So when you start hanging out with her and then yep. you on. and then you have sex with her, yeah. you don't really want her 
Cause she gonna are you are you talking about somebody you trying to holler at or are you like I think I'm trying to I'm trying to have sex with her. No, I'm trying to. It, 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 it mean yeah, it, it, see, see, because exactly. it, I feel like in this situation, like he's saying, oh yeah, dude, you can have her, meaning whatever. But he's not taking her seriously. No. Neither one of them are now because yeah. she's all in the DM and they're gonna call her a thought later. They're gonna be calling her names after he had after he had her. They're gonna be mess calling her names. I got and a then big they're heart. gonna be sitting there talking about the ways that they had <laughs> sex with her and all that nasty shit. I said shit. the homies didn't have sex with her. I said, what if she came to me after that? I get it. I am going to now have sex with her. Right. And I'm possibly going to make this my girl. But Would you really, though? Because your boy somewhere laughing at you talking about you was a second choice? I don't blame. I I don't mind that. You don't think so? No, I don't mind that. Mm -hmm. I know people who've done that. I I know people people? who slept with their friend's girl. With their friend's wife now. Oh. And they're married now. I know people who've done that. That's you, a, that's a, don't roll your eyes. I know the people. I mean, see what I mean? Mm, so yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm just putting it out there. All right, let, let, let me get away for Indy. Yeah, Indy shaking her head and rolling the eyes. I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> just know. Last one. Here we go. Last scenario. Scenario number four. Here we go. Let's knock it out. Your best friend is dating somebody and they're getting hot and heavy like the song. You love hanging out with your homegirl, but it seems that every time she comes around and y'all hang out now, he is hanging out with you guys as well. And to make matters worse, they're that old lovey-dovey PDA <laughs> extreme type. Like, every time they get each other, like, hands in and pants, kissing on the mouth. What would you part. do? He is yeah. so obsessed with that. Okay. Kissing them out. This is like nah, the third time you've mentioned hands in the pants. You on the hands in the pants part. It's doing nasty stuff. You do, yeah. Lay <laughs> off the, the porn, sir. So what would you do? <laughs> Tasted blacks. See, it's too much. It's too much. What would I do? Yeah. Would you still hang out with the bestie? Would the bestie still be the bestie? The bestie always gonna be the bestie if they're like for real the bestie. Let's okay. just clear that up. Um, but there there may be some space and that might need to be created. Because that can be uncomfortable for, for the squad. Especially if they're like, if their PDA is like on 10. On 10. I don't think I have a problem with the group hangout. Like, I, I like, per, I personally, I don't have a problem with, with that. You. But if we like, if we on full cuddle up, that, yeah. that can be a bit much based on the way you describe it. <laughs> I'm talking about they can't keep their hands off of one another. Like grabbing heads, kissing, making noises when they kiss. You know, <laughs> You know what? It is very clear you don't really do PDA. We've got that from your podcast. But I mean, based on the way you're describing it, that could be a bit much. India Marie, how about you? How about now? I mean, people are like the third wheel with us all the time. But it's just we ain't really like a touchy feely couple. So we don't make people feel awkward. Mm-mm. But I have been around couples where I'm just like, should we Damn. all be here? It seems like we yeah. shouldn't be here. <laughs> you need to be alone. What to do here? What to do? And it's annoying. And sometimes it's not even always like both people. Like it could be one person in the relationship. And it happens a lot in like newer relationships yes. too. It's like if you just started dating and it's like the guy like wants his arm around you all the time. Always wants to kiss. Hey babe, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe. Like damn, you gonna babe me to remember, death. Remember what Kevin said? You gonna eat that? You gonna eat the last fry? You gonna eat the last fry? 
Go and sip. You get a sip. I get a sip. No, I get a sip. Yeah. So shout out to Kevin Howard. We hope you're feeling better. Oh and yeah. Get well. Oh no. Now can we talk? Never mind. We'll talk about that off the mic. It just depends on the couple. Like yeah, I say, I mean, I, agree. I, don't, I don't really mind like the like if it's like a kiss here and there or I y'all holding hands. hands. I don't like, mind any I don't of that. Mind it. Yeah, yeah. But, I but it's like people who are like obnoxiously. I'm yes. Telling you, yes. Coupled up. That's, that's different. That, yeah. Making the kissing noises. That's disgusting. <laughs> that really bothers you, don't Yeah, it? I don't like the slurpy derby. You've never been around anybody that made kissing noises. Yes, we have. I promise we have. Just know that I know that you know as well. All right? <laughs> so thank you, Ruby D, for participating in the game. And without further ado, now that everybody knows you, let me get into my podcast bag. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, indeed. Thank you all for listening. I forgot the most important part of the podcast. Thank you. Each and every person who listens, shares, subscribes, likes, tells a friend to tell a friend and tune in. We must let gratitude be our attitude. But the reason why we had all those scenarios about friends, not because of like anything is really happening in our lives with friends, but this episode, I want to talk about something that we I feel like that we kind of avoid and it's it needs to be talked about, it needs to be discussed. And that's divorcing friends. We all divorce or break up with our significant others, but we never talk about the effect that a lost friendship has on our lives, not only like with that person, but also the surrounding friend group. And your significant other moving forward as well. So I kind of want to talk about it. You know, have y'all ever had to break up or divorce a friend? And how did that go? India Marie. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I've broken up with quite a few friends. Okay. Have um, you? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've had friends break up with me. Yeah. Um, Not verbally, but when somebody stops answering your phone calls, I... Take that as a breakup. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it ghosting your ass. Yeah, ghosted. Yeah. A like, friendship hey, ghost. Hey, yeah. Hey. Um, it ain't no Casper yeah, the friendly ghost I, either. I've had like pretty much the same like solid friends for a very long time. But you know, here and there, you it's like I've had friends in different stages of life mm-hmm. that just didn't make it to today. Like I had a really close friend from high school. And then when we went off to college, she just stopped answering my phone calls. So let me start right so, there. You start right there. So do you feel like that when you are progressing and moving forward and away from the familiarity of being around that person? Because you said you went off to college. Do you think the fact well, that... Well, she you, went off to college, but she ended up going back home to Memphis. Okay. Oh, so did she stop talking to you once you were in Memphis? When she went back home to Memphis. Um, uh-huh. So to my point, mm-hmm. do you think that the fact that you came to college stuck around and she had to kind of go back to Memphis hindered the friendship even more I honestly don't know what happened Damn. like <laughs> right because she saw me <clears throat> yeah like I, I I cannot tell you what happened like I don't know what triggered it I have no idea hmm. like she literally just cut me off it was like 
not answering. She's just stopped answering my phone calls and my texts. I'm not going to keep texting and calling you. Yep. And then before I knew it, you, like 10 years went by. You know what I'm saying? We hadn't talked. Yeah. She popped up a couple months ago. Really? Mm-hmm. I had a major event happen in my life. <laughs> and I just thought it was strange because I was just like... Because now it feels awkward. Like, you you just showed up for the crisis? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, it was just like, let me know if you need anything. And it was just kind of like... Like, I can, I can think of, like, 10 people off the top of my head in a second that I could reach out to if I needed anything and you would not be on that list because I have not talked to you in years mm. like that was just that was strange to me <laughs> it was just like what do you want now <laughs> you know sometimes when a crisis happens people feel bad they like feel like oh I should reconnect right so like they, they're trying to soothe something in themselves I don't know if that's her but I mean that that could be the case but, but now... I'd rather you just kind of be straight up about it like if you and I've had a friend do this before too like hey you know, I know it's been a minute, but I really miss our friendship, and um, I would really like for us to work yeah. on our friendship. That has happened to me before, too. Yeah, yeah. I gave that person the chance to work on the friendship, and she messed it up then, too. Oh, man. I'm not unreasonable. Did y'all talk actually, about it when she messed it up? Yeah. I told her. I told her. Like, we we talked about, like, why we fell out, and we, I was like, all right, fine. Let You know, let's move forward. I invited her to my birthday party. She didn't show up. Mm. And she didn't even wish me a happy birthday. Mm. So I guess she so was like, I was hey, like, I thought again. I don't want to be your friend. What are you trying to work on? It was, But it was literally like my birthday happened a week after she had texted me. Saying that she wanted to work on our friendship. So I was like, oh, this is, per <clears throat> this is perfect timing. So you extended the olive branch and she chopped it off. Yeah, basically. I, I mean, it's had like y'all talked from that to the birthday party. Mm -hmm. She just disappeared again. Yep. Oh my ghost yep. mom. So it's just like, and that's why I'm kind of, I I take friendship like really seriously. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not giving you too many chances, like I just cannot do it. I don't have it in me. He he'll give people a million chances. Well, we're gonna talk about mine last. I want to get <laughs> to old Ruby D. Um, I definitely have been ghosted. Um, I'm not a person who tends to ghost people. I'm really yeah. direct in my relationships. Okay. Like with my friendships and I'm really loyal. So right. either I'm ride or die or I'm like, I could do without you. Yep. Um, I also come from a very large family. So oftentimes like my favorite person in the world is my cousin. So I don't, it's that circle where you're like, I don't really need y'all for real. Cause in the end, I, I got, got squad. Like I got my cousins. I didn't really... And I didn't develop like how some people develop the ability to have friends as small children. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know people had best friends that weren't their cousins until I was down near <laughs> middle school. Like I didn't know that. Well, my best friends were like my right. cousins. Yeah, so I didn't. We went to the same elementary school. Like it was all of us there. Same age group. It, um, I mean, there was one of us, at least one or two of us in every grade for like five or six grades at St. Okay. Rita's. Like we, we, I didn't, I really did not understand that concept until I was in middle school. Gotcha. And so for me, um, it took me, I, I was later in life, like developing those, those types of friendships. And so I'm really at this point in my life, I'm really direct about my friendships. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to be friends with you. Or, 
oh, that's an associate. So I also had a hard time defining what that friendship is versus who is an associate. And I tend to be like, yay, we're all friends, but we really weren't. And so I had to learn that, but I learned it late in life. And so now I am very tight with people that I consider friends. Um, I I really do have the same best friend I had since freshman year in high school. He's a guy. It's dope. Um, I picked up another best friend. I tried to get rid of him, but in Nashville, but... (laughs) Shout out to Carter. Um, you stuck, Carter. Yeah, he stuck. I, 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 I tried, but I picked up another one. But really, like those probably two people understand me most. Um, yep. People often call um, my friend Rashida my best friend, but the reality is I'm a third wheel in her friendship. I'm not. We're not actually like best friends, but we were, are extremely close. But she has a best friend. I have a best friend, but together, like that's a whole nother relationship. A power couple. Yeah, we all get together like Captain Planet. Nah, when? she like the superhero, and I just be back what? there like, "What are we doing?" I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but friendships, definitely, I've been ghosted before. Where someone, where I went from talking to somebody every day to them just yeah. deciding they didn't want to be friends anymore. Did they give, it, they give any reasons? No, no. And what made that relationship weird is like they, they're still they were still friends with people you know around me, and so it wasn't like they mm. were mad at me. They just decided that they, they didn't want. And do this with me every you right. know, every day or whatever, and so um, that did that. I think that particular friendship crafted the rest of my friendships because yeah. I always function from a place of is this really my friend or is this like a friend by association? Like mm-hmm. you know, how is this friendship built? So, so that affected the way you start maneuvering when you meet new people mm-hmm. too, possibly. Oh, definitely. I definitely came to Nashville with the concept of no new friends. I had friends. I don't need y'all. Like whatever. Drake over here. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was. The same way. Mm-hmm. And after I had Blake, I realized that I had to get some new yep. friends. Yeah, it's a new a new set. So, yeah, it, and it's just that that kind of sucks too because well, so like I have my high school friends, mm-hmm. and so like I still have like three friends that I was friends with in high school, and so but we all live in different states, <laughs> so you know we talk when we can, and then I got a couple of girls that I'm still really close with from college and you know we kick it when we can but when i had blake i feel like some of those friendships shifted because like in your friendships you have to have people that you can talk about things with that are relatable to what you're going through in life and when you have friends who just don't have kids or are not married, you know, it's hard to connect with them. I, I got a dog. I don't, that's all yeah. I got for you. Yeah, so it's, yeah, like, it's, it, you're, yeah. it's like you're still calling those same friends and you're trying to vent, but all they can do is listen. Yep. They can't be like, well, this happened to me yep. and this is how I maneuvered through it because, yep. you know, they, they're not in that phase and in they, life. And, and from and the person okay. out here, I want to help. I, I, all I can do is listen. I don't right. know. Then like, I think, my, yeah, I think also sometimes when you are the, I also say that like when you're the first person, people in your friend group to get married yeah. or have babies, that changes the dynamics greatly because your friend, your, yes. your regular friend group don't understand. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. like they still like, come on brunch. You like when Blake sleep, we'd be over there in 40 yeah. minutes. Like or you just don't get it. Babysitters on the clock. Oh yeah. $15 an hour. <laughs> this turn up got to happen between 11 and 11. Let's get this shit cracking. <laughs> they just stop reaching out. Yeah. Yeah. Because they assume that you can't be a part of whatever they're doing. We've discussed this. So tell, we we yeah. have discussed this. So um 
I have a friend who said that to me. She said, y'all don't invite me out anymore. Yeah. And I said, we do invite you out, but you never come. Yeah. So there's a part of your friendship too, where it's not that we don't want you to come, but you also feel rejected when I ask you out six times and five, you say no. Yeah. Mm. So then from the person out here who doesn't have the baby, the husband, me and the dog at the house, we're like, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, to she's going to say no. So like, like, why should I ask? Yeah. And so it's also that dynamic where you also feel like you don't want to be rejected. Yeah. And you don't want to seem like you, you know, when you say no, it's like, oh, man. So yeah. you also feel bad. Yeah. Because then you don't want to be the terrible friend. Yeah. Then. But then we on the on the gram at the brunch, and you like, well, it's brunch, niggas, it's brunch. Oh. I like bottomless right? mimosas. Exactly. It's like, I like bloody mirrors. I'm almost like, like, I know I probably couldn't have come, but I still like the invite. That's exactly and just what like, she said. I just want you to be understanding of, like, like, I don't want, like, I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm not trying, like, it's not that I don't want to hang out. Right. I want to hang out. Yes. So I appreciate mm-hmm. the invite, yes. even though I still have to say no. Yes. If I could, I would go. <laughs> you know I what think, I'm saying? I think that is the, the, I think that's for me, as a person who, I'll admit that I am the person that's like, who want a brunch Sunday? Yeah. Yep. I am that person. But at the same time, if you say it like that, that feels different. But many times, um, I have, um, at this point, a lot of my friends are married. But I also get, um, th- that's not the way they communicate it. They're like, girl, it's date night. I can't be nowhere with y'all. Yeah, like, no. it's the it's the low key, I I got my man. Y'all just go, go on with that. Even if she is jealous. It's not cool at all. And, and so that yeah. is the difference. So so I think that the um I've invited someone somewhere before and she was like, you know, it's family time. I don't got time for that. Right. It's as if <laughs> it's as if y'all suffer now is not important. Yeah. yeah. Because she has family time. So it's almost like, okay, let me go over here with this circle of people who understand or are participating in my life because I, I don't, they're all I can do is take like your picture when y'all say date night. Hashtag. So it's also that because I feel like there are there's that vibe because like the way you said it was like, oh, yeah, girl, I wish you could come. Oh, you know, can you go next Sunday? Yeah. That's a different vibe. You know, I will say like in the beginning when I first had Blake, like a lot of times I just could not get back to mm-hmm. Texas. Like they would text me and I was just oh. so like knee deep into what I was doing that I just couldn't respond. Mm-hmm. And so then I mean, now thinking back on it, it's like, well, maybe I'm just not going to text you that much anymore because you're not responding to my texts. But in general, I'm t- I'm not a good texter. No, <laughs> you was never good to start. No, never. I wasn't. So like you be queen at the BBM though. Yep, Blackberry what? message. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you were queen at that. Like had all the little I'm undiscovered just, groups. I'm just easier for you to be like, hey, you got a minute, and just pick up the phone and call. Like you know, everybody likes to text me. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Just pick up the phone and tell me what you need. So I can, you know, I can, I'm either going to say I'm in the middle of something, like, can I call you right back? Or we're going to go ahead and talk about what we need to talk about and then be done with it. I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot just go back and forth and text you all day. Yeah. I cannot. That, <laughs> um, that is the beauty of like, so my friends who are, who are married and have been married for a while, um, I, I would say that. I really value those relationships because it takes work. Like I recognize that my married friend with two kids or three kids takes time to talk to me. Yeah. That me and she gotta go to work. She gotta do we do all this stuff. And the fact that she takes time to call me in the morning and yep. check on me, like to That's me, love. that means a lot to me. Cause then we're That's still love. that means that she's working on our relationship. Sure. She's yeah. still willing to be friends with me. Where other people are like, you should call me, you know I'll be busy. But it's like 
I get you're busy, but I'm busy too. And so yeah, the stuff. idea that you work at those friendships means a lot. So even if you only got three of them left, like that, yeah. those yeah. relationships are important. And so I think that that's, that says a lot too, though. Yeah. So, I mean, like earlier today, I went on a play date with three other moms. Mm-hmm. And they were all married. And then it's like, honestly, <laughs> with play dates and new moms, it's hard to really connect because you're, you're trying to watch the kids. <laughs> He's trying to make sure the kids don't get kidnapped at the park. <laughs> but it's like, when we do have a second to talk, it's like, oh, like my husband getting on my nerves. Ooh, I oh, I love, oh my, my God. Like, oh, these, Always got to be your husband. Oh, the kid is like, mm. drive me insane. Like, how are you dealing with the kid acting out? Or, you know, what? it's it's just, it's easier to connect. Sound like victim blaming way. to me. No, you just need somebody to understand. Exactly. Mm. That's all it is. It's just friendships. They will understand. And as you get older, you just have to realize that, you know, some friendships are lifetime friendships and some friendships are only there for a season. I had to tell my sister that, like, everyone is just not meant to be in your life forever. And you have to realize when someone has served their time in Mm -hmm. your life and thank them for the impact that they had on you in that season and move forward after that. And it's fine. Like, this is like, it's no hard feelings. Like, I don't hold any grudges to anybody that I used to be friends with. It's just like, it just didn't work out. But I wish you the best. <laughs> I, 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 that's so mature. It is. Because there are friendships me. I miss. Like, I, yep, there are friendships that to. I had that I really do miss. And I do I'm wish I could call them it. and be like, girl, what happened? But I find that most people can't really be honest with you. Like, you yes. get on my nerves. Girl, you got Man. on my nerves after this or this was going on. And for me, That's like, it. I know my dad, when my dad died, um, some people, Sorry to hear like, that. It, thank you. But it, like, in that, that crisis of my life, there were people who stepped up. And um, the downfalls of being an extrovert is people are happy. They, they want you, your regular your regular demeanor is like, let's have a good time. This is fun. But when you not the fun person and you have a rough time and you can't mm. get back to your 10, some people was there for the entertainment of you. They weren't really there for your real person. Yeah. So they like the idea of you and not yes. actually who you are. And I say that in dating a lot. Like, if you're looking for the girl on the internet telling you jokes, she's going to be so sad because I'm not her. Yep. Um, she's just a figment of your imagination. But the friendships that happen when you have a crisis, you have a, you know, or your life-changing, life-altering event. So, you know, a parent being sick, having a baby, those are things. Though Whoever's left in those times, I find are really important. Yeah. Because Man. when my dad died the people that i expected to do or come or do certain things or they weren't they that's not who came and i was completely floored to you know get to the funeral and these people were just there doing stuff that i you know i would not have imagined let's just say that and so for me if i close my eyes even in that moment those same people are still here today in crisis i know that these people got i mean when i've had surgery when i've had stuff like these are the same three people that showed up like each and every time and so it's not that I don't love the other people, but I know that sometimes people are here for the idea of you and not your actual self. Man, yeah, that was deep. Do you do you memorize their numbers in case you go to jail? Nah, I mean, <laughs> me and one I, of the homies were talking about this. Oh, other day. guys, I gotta know the phone number. Yeah, we, me and one of the homies were talking so about like it. Like we talked about. I only know my First mama's all, phone number. I don't even know my mama's number anymore because she moved to Atlanta and nah. got an Atlanta number. I only yeah. knew her Memphis number. Nah, I, I know my mama's. I know mama's house phone number, her cell phone number because she didn't have it forever. Um, I don't know nobody else's number. Exactly. Truth be told, I only know Exactly, but what See? if? And then what if I can't get to my phone in time? You better know 
one of the homies' phone numbers. I don't know anybody. Either. For the record, my mama always answers the phone. My mama can get to the phone. That's why she she yeah, a one. She good. I, if I call too. my mama right now. She be like, hello. She it, <laughs> she be at church. Call, call me back. She's my, answering the phone. My calls. mama That's Facetime what? in church. I'm like I'm in church. Wait, nah. Yes, you will. I, my mother will answer the phone. Shout out, mommy. She she will answer the phone. Now my she will be like, I call you back. But she she good. Same thing. But me and my get... mama are kind of <laughs> one in the same. Y'all ain't answering no phones, no, no text messages. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. No. Y'all don't like when each you other live, love. Like, When you live in a city. No, so I do. live in a city with no family members. And they yes. be like, who is your emergency contact? And so I was going to put down my friend, Rashida. But I realized I can't when she lives here because she don't answer the phone. Yeah, you can't so although she okay. is the person who gonna solve said problem when they get to her, but she could not be on the list because she was not gonna answer the telephone. And you need somebody to love you, Liz, but you know I'm telling up. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, right now that person is Shalise because Lisey Lisa is always on Lisa the spot. Yeah. DJ Lisey Lisa got it, but yeah, you the person know. who has the best response time at all my friends is Kayla. She oh, Kayla's going to answer the phone. And Kayla, she's going to freak out if I don't answer she's the gonna phone. Wake up. She's, she's, she's going to call, call everybody, everybody in her to see if I'm okay. Jesus Christ, she is. Yeah. We have but a team. I have a, I have a system. You have a system. I have a system. So, like, in case of crisis, Carter knows who to call on the list. And the list is not my mama. So, if I'm unconscious, <laughs> do not call my mama don't. all the way in Wisconsin. If okay. I'm unconscious, you have to start... With my cousin Shannon, because Shannon in Case of Crisis handles, she's me, she's my other brain. Yeah. She will handle all crises all the way from Mississippi. Um, and then the once sip. we know what the problem Shots is, she will, then you can go, then Shannon will take it to my mama. Okay. So we have a we have a ranking order. Carter's <laughs> one job is to get the information to Shannon and go to her apartment to get my dog. There's definitely only two jobs. That's easy. It's light yeah. work. You can't call my mama first. Like, if I'm unconscious, don't call my mama. We don't know no... What's the crisis? Call my mama with the illness, the car accident, whatever it is. <laughs> don't just have the people calling my mama. I don't blame mm-hmm. you. Mama yeah. freak out. Yeah. She can't even get down here yeah. quick enough either. But, All the way in Wisconsin. But <laughs> what you said about the people who stick around during crisis or just, just the important stuff. Like, not even necessarily crisis. Like, you said mm. babies, uh, birthdays, milestone birthdays. Like, that those are your real friends. And so... Bear and I have thought about this. Oh. Yeah, I'm about to get into my like bag. Many I'm, times I'm letting you get into it. I'm, I'm letting you, yeah, Because go ahead. he's so nice. He's so nice of a person. And I'm like, you're too good for this person. Like, like they're people. So no one feels singled out. People, like, have not showed up for the important stuff. The milestone birthdays. The babies. The baby's birthdays. Like, all of it. Not there. That person is not there for you in the way that they should. And we find ourselves making excuses for people who do those, <laughs> who who uh, displays that type of behavior. It's like, well, they were raised like this. Or, you know, this person didn't have XYZ growing up, so they don't know how to treat, you know, other people. That's not your problem. You're taking on, like, you're taking on someone else's issues they have to heal that themselves. Agreed. So, Indy but just... I don't have to be the person. Mm. <laughs> I don't have to be. The... <laughs> it's almost kind of like. Go ahead, get done. It's almost kind of like I feel like the punching bag. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like every time I feel like you're supposed to be there for me, and you don't show up, I feel like I'm getting punched mm-hmm. by you. Yep. How much longer do I have to be your punching bag? 
Like, how much longer do I have to feel like you're not there for me? And then you just pop back up like nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. I'm not that person for nobody. But are you the type of person that doesn't communicate that? Like, are you so? So, like, if I if you invite me and I don't come, do you mention it, or do you just wait till three things happen and then be like, I'm done with this person? Depends on the person, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, like the the the, the girl who <laughs> the birthday girl mm -hmm. when she was like, you know, she reached out and she was like, you know, I I want to try this again, you know whatever and I was like all right fine I invited her to my birthday stuff so she didn't show up she didn't wish me happy birthday nothing so it was probably like a week or two later or after that happened I actually just unfriended her on everything mm -hmm. it was just like now you know where I met with it I'm done because I told you from the jump mm. that I wouldn't about to be doing this <laughs> back and forth stuff with you anymore so I unfriended her on everything so then like maybe two three weeks later she texted me and was like um so you know on snapchat like, if the person doesn't follow you back, mm -hmm. like, they can't see your snaps anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't use Snapchat anymore. But basically, the text was somewhere along the line of, like, funny how I can't see any of your stuff anymore. Or whatever. That's just because I unfriended you. That's why you can't see it anymore. And then we went back and forth. And I was like, listen, you had one job to be there for me. You chose <laughs> to not be there for me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm done with it. Like, that's it. So I did explain that to her. And what those kind of people do, she gave me excuses. I was going through a lot that week. Okay. okay. <laughs> How hard is it for you to say, sorry, I won't be able to make it, but happy birthday. I agree with that. I, I agree. agree with that. That's yeah, so easy. Mm -hmm. now, let me get I'm it. going through something right now. I, wanted to, I, 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 I have to defend myself. <laughs> Go, Barrett. For what? Because I sit here and I was quiet. This is—I mean, people think it's Barrett even in the room. Be loved, quiet. You ever been? Because I like to let the ladies talk. This was good information. I feel like everybody needs to hear now. In the case of old B Love, the the curious case of B Love, aka B um, um, B Button. India tried to throw a shot at me, a uh, old jab, bro. Ooh, that wasn't a shot, Barrett. That was the truth. Hit me with a jab. Now listen, I'm gonna, now. Ruby said something earlier that I want to get back into. A lot of men are not going to admit when they miss their friend. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. All right. So out of all the things that we talk about, when we divorce our friends, we break up with our friends. Probably it's because, and y'all mentioned this too, we're going in two separate directions in our lives. It's kids, it's family, it's whatever the case may be. I'm over here still living a single and mingle. You over here getting married and carried. You feel what I'm saying? So when you start going in those two different directions, obviously you're not gonna be as close as you would. But to Ruby's point, you make time for what you want to make time for. I respect your friend who, like you said, wakes up and they'll call you, two kids, damn near every day, make sure you straight. That's lovely. That, mm -hmm. that's, listen, it makes me want to do a better job with Ashley. You know what I'm saying? It makes me want to do a better job with Philip. People like that. Like, I feel like I could be a better friend when it comes to communication. So, shit, you just put me on game. But, I see how that to say, India was referring to, listen, all right, so, I do have a friend, I call him a friend, that, that, that I am not too proud to say that I miss. Um, India said I make excuses for people. Because you do. It's not that I make excuses for people, but 
I'm not gonna change my character and the way I maneuver just because this person does certain things to me. Now listen, I can't I can't worry about what my partner over here is doing and how he's moving and not being there for me. That's not gonna stop me from still being a good person and being there for him. Well, just because you're a good person doesn't mean you have to take shit from other people. That doesn't make you a bad person to not wanna be a, to not wanna put up with people's bullshit. That doesn't make you a bad person. I think my question is what do you so then what are you getting from relationship? Like what are you getting from the friendship? Um Damn. You That's know a what? great question. That's a good thing. I feel like that I'm getting I feel like when when, when we are together the companionship and the friendship, the brotherhood, it's love. Like, but it's on, at, it's on the other person's turn. When is it ever on your terms? I looked at the home. I look at the. I look at the homies like blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my blood brother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes um, the reason why he doesn't come around or we, or the reason why like we had to go kind of distance ourselves is because of the almost the embarrassment of coming around with my other friends after they know he wasn't there for me when those milestones came um, and when those guilt. events came. It's like guilt. Like, all right, now I'm coming around and now I gotta, I gotta be around India. I gotta be around all these other people who were there for the milestones, who were there for the ba- who were there the entire time. But if I consider you my brother and you weren't there, now all of a sudden I'm coming around did People he not say at you that? Like, Has he you? said nah, that? It's just but me. this is you creating Com- compartmentalizing. This is you creating the answer to your to your to your hurt. Right, and it, okay. it really is like, and it's no it's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really me saying, damn, like what did I do? Like, is it me? Like, are we just not that tight? Like, what's the issue? So I'm like Indy said, I'm almost like the punching bag of, um, I'm almost like the punching bag of a one sided friendship. I'll reach out and want to do things and and, and and still want to be around but then when time when the time comes for that person to reciprocate that or when the time comes for that person to be 10 toes down the cold switch Bear, if this was a woman you wouldn't still date oh would I be out yeah like I, I mean, don't understand I what you're out. getting you know from what? this and we just talked about this so I gotta say this now the two hardest things for a man to leave or a man to break up with is one, their best friend who's like a brother to them, and two, their barber. Right. Men find it hard to let go of that good barber, and when the good like, barber leaves you, it hurts your uh, heart. I don't get it. The barber? No. Look <laughs> <The other laughs> me, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, he we, ran into barber. Yes, I don't yeah, I don't know. I guess my question for you is to really figure out what you're getting from this friendship because it seems like it's kind. Of, I mean, literally, like you can't have a one sided friendship. Yeah, it just sounds like friendship. You sound like like the girl who be like, "Well, he come over after he get off work." You be like, "But y'all don't go out nowhere <laughs> in front of your other friends." But he like, comes over. But he comes over. Yeah, at, sound like at the 10, girl. You sound like the girl who ain't getting love. But you know what? Yeah, so like. I try. I think Lizzo writes songs about this. She <laughs> does. He on this to Lizzo. I'm hundred percent that bitch. What you mean? Uh, it's starting to sound like you might be. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Why me and great too? They gotta be great. Yeah, Come you on might now. Want to catch a few tunes? What's wrong with me? Like, I need to get. You great. might need to listen to Lizzo. I I'm just... over tripping. <laughs> but no, I mean, just like I, I feel like that. There's hope. You know what I mean? Like when we were together at our peak. 
It was like Jordan and Pippen, Kobe yeah, and Shaq. That's Kay. probably true. Let, let's let's talk about the peak. Me and you, we've been do we've been together almost ten years. Yeah. The peak was when we started in our relationship. No way, we've been down since oh wait. From oh, what oh, I knew, oh. from what I could see, what from what I could see, because I didn't know okay, you were prior okay, to I see what you mean. I see. What you mean. Yeah, so I see, you, when, when we met, y'all were in the oh, peak. The, the peak was a couple of years. Yeah. Now the peak, the, the peak happened probably like between oh seven oh eight. Then it just went up but trajectory. You're thirty three now. Yeah. It's been declining 26. for at least four years. Yeah. But see, the thing about. Endurance. Nipsey said this. Think about endurance is about endurance for things that matter. Uh, and and <laughs> but sometimes you gotta endure the struggle if it's okay. Not in people, not in people. You do not have to endure the struggle in people. What if you, you endure good in somebody though? And you know that they got it in them and you wanna be there when they get it out and still be down for All them. Right, well, let me told. know how that work out ten years from yeah, now. Yeah, I think too, like here's the pro I don't know. I think the challenge is like, you want things that you're not getting. So, no one's telling you that you're not cool with this person no more, but you clearly are still like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. And they like, no. I'm like a little puppy. You sound like a little puppy that the people That's not crazy. calling you. That's and so, crazy. you want something you're not getting. And no right. one's saying that you cannot be friends with this person, but that person might need to be not here, but over there. You might have to put them there until they figure it out. And if you keep accepting it, yeah, he's yeah. not going to get no better if you keep accepting this type of behavior. If you were to be like, okay, I'm going to stop hitting him up right because on. really I'm not getting an answer anyway. At some point, he's going to be like, yo, B, what's up? You're going to be like, oh, nothing. How you doing? Yeah, that's true. And so you are going to have to discipline your friendship because one, you wouldn't want to my Treating Blake like this? Hell no, I'd be mad. If Blake was twenty three and his boy dogging him, you like, why are you? That, why is that your friend? Like, what are you teaching yourself? And you got to discipline yourself now. So when Blake is watching you from five years from now, it ain't some dude dogging his daddy, man, and you still humming Lizzo songs. It's gonna be bad. But it's okay to miss your friend though. It's the point because I can say that like both people that I've spoke about, the person who I said reached out during crisis, like we were so close. Like she y'all was my thick friend. Y'all were thick as Yes, we were. Like me and a homie. Yes, we y'all were. Y'all were like, well, no. We, we were, were friends. Remember, there. his love affair is better than yours. Yeah, it this is. This is what he's trying to tell you. <laughs> I guess. It's a bromance. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yes. We Real bromance. So when she stopped reaching out to me, like, that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And she, like I said, she was one of my close friends. So I, I do miss that friendship. But I don't want it back. Because... I don't have I, I don't have to go there with you anymore. Like see, I want to say it back. you're not gonna cut me off again. Right, but that person it has to be mutual. It's, you know what? And you're right. And so the difference between what you just talked about and what India just talked about, India has decided that this is a hard stop here. I don't mm. want I have to use my energy to be somebody's mama, somebody's wife. I can't she she only got so much energy left for her friendships. She got to give all these pieces of herself away, and she's decided that she's gonna have to save that for somebody who matters. You, on the other hand, out here just giving out little pieces of yourself to people who could care less. Like, you can get a piece of my love. <laughs> clearly. And she's telling you, sir, we need that over here at the house. Stop trying to call that man. He <laughs> don't care. Like most people that I've fallen out with, I miss pieces mm-hmm. of the friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were things about that. I mean, that that's why we were friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think I've ever had a friend that just, like, the whole friendship was terrible. At some right. point, there was a good part of that friendship. Right. And I do miss those pieces 
of the friendship. But like I said, every everybody is in your life for a season or a lifetime. It's a just lifetime. that their season is over. And I've just I'm I've grown to be okay with it. Like it hurts in the moment. It hurts when you're going through it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, we ain't friends no more. Like I didn't expect yeah. us to fall out. Like that fucking sucks. No, you no, know no. what I'm saying? I'm not saying that we're and not friends. We're still friends. Want. That's what you don't want to admit. You know what I'm saying? But you get over it. Just like you get over heartbreak with your sexual relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like Some things you don't get over. Like best friends and barbers are two things you don't get over. But, and I will say this too, I feel like that sometimes um, our single friends, when we are now married, can make it hard for us to continue to be friends with them. Oh, yeah. They still out here practicing their oh, dope, yeah. dirt bag. I'm hand. ridiculous. So, yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm bad. So, yeah, so sometimes, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not out here with my married friends being ridiculous. Yeah. I would like my friend, I would like the liberties to think I'm good and wholesome. Hey, Craig, hey, Rashida. <laughs> Wholesome. <laughs> the reality is, I'm not, and I'm not out here. Out here with them doing out that. Out here, yeah. So that's the thing. Like my outlandish flirtations should not happen around those married people. I like and, to save that for my shenanigans elsewhere. But see, but with when you're around the homies, like, and y'all get together like you used to, the single homies gonna still want to go out here and shoot game. Like, yeah. I try to holler. At the girls. You're supposed to be a good wingman. That's all your whole job exactly. is. That's all I am. But I need you to focus on that. Okay, I can do that. But see, then the wife gonna hit me with the like I said on the last episode. I don't want you hanging around um, Tommy because you know he cheated on Keisha. Oh, like, well, she knows your friends is trash. She, she does know. She does. So that's what I'm saying. So it makes it difficult too. Uh, it makes the friendship almost breakup as well when you guys when you are a known dirtbag and now oh, I have a yeah. wife I can't be associated that's true I am now guilty by, by association. association absolutely I can't be walking around here with a convicted felon that's because true. I have priors myself that is true so that- we all have to be careful of that that is so true for guys I know that's one of the main reasons why our friendships kind of dwindle because we are now moving to a different space in our lives where we have wives, a wife, and a kid. If you have multiple wives, hell, you do that too. <laughs> but I have a wife and maybe kids. I can't be around the same shit that I used to be around when I was out in the street and we out here chasing Agreed. skirt. Even and though I, I, mean- I would love to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like You would love to relive those moments, but... You don't want to go out there and jeopardize everything. No. So, you know, you got to be cool. I mean, it sucks to lose a friend, but it sucks when the friend is involved in the group of friends and, like, yeah. when friendships break up and breaks the group up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Click. Yeah. But it's it's a part of life. It's just, it's a part of growing. You know what I'm saying? And it, the people who we hung around when we first started dating are not the same people that we mm. hang around now. Like, we nah. have a different group of friends. I'm going to keep it real. I can imagine how Jay-Z and Dame Dash when Rockefeller spilled. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking about that right now. Like, damn, like the turmoil that must have gone through, the emotional distress that must have went through the divide of the company. That That's tough to think about. And that's how I feel about like losing some of my close friends. I don't want to lose my close friends and then have to split like a divorce, like you take this half of the friend group and you take this half of the family. It happens group. though. Yeah, I was gonna say I, it happens. I had a squad. I had a fun squad, and the squad started dating. And the oh, agreement, you did tell you know, me I told about you that. the agreement. They 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 agreed 
um, you know, he chased her for a long time and they agreed that if they, she was like, if we do this, this blood, you know, and this don't go well, squad is done. And he said, I'll take that chance. And she said, okay, well, I get the friends. And he said, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, we don't, the rest of us don't know this. Damn. So they, they date, it doesn't go well. And he just disappears. Like he don't answer text messages. Like it's a, she did. She inherited us like a champ. Hey, this what this what he agreed to. He did. She, that's what she said. She said you agreed to that. You yeah, agreed. Prenuptial agreement. And he didn't. That he never discussed it. He just didn't. He just don't respond. I mean, now he does a little bit, but yeah, that, that breakup is kind of old now. But when it happened, when they broke breakup happened, it was a wrap for the whole squad. It's been sad. Damn. So I think that's a good ending spot right there. For that entire topic, and we are, well, we did, we did good right now. And I don't want to beat dead horse, but I do have a relationship that oh, I need Lord. to get to. I already know you don't have your stuff prepared, but guess who <laughs> does have their things prepared? It's me. Now, unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Now, let's stay on topic here. And my relationship is going to go out to everybody that's lost a friend. Anybody <clears throat> want to say something right now? Who wants their friend back and or who may be on the verge of losing a friendship that they <laughs> are very fond of. So here are three ways that I thought about in which you should use to get over your friendship, divorce or breakup. Call it what you want. We don't call it collect. Now, number one, don't be afraid to talk about it with your friend. Don't avoid it. Meet the situation head on. Make an effort and a plan to go out and talk to your friend and let them know what bothers you, what they did wrong, and if you guys are going to even try to fix it. Because if you're not, their friendship is dead. Number two, be realistic about the role you played in the friendship divorce. Everybody's not perfect. I know we all think we are, but we are not. You also must have contributed to the divorce of the friendship. You may not have contributed that much, but we have to accept our role in what we did. It could be about that big. But we did something that may have like ripped the whole strand apart. You may have sneezed too hard and that person didn't like the way your breath smelled that day. You did something to that person. But most importantly, the most important way, I think, to get over a friendship divorce is simple. Simply appreciate the people who do show up, the people who are there, and make sure that you champion them every time they are around. You can't worry about who's not there. It could be 50 people in one room who are all there to celebrate you, but all you can think about is that one person. Let's switch it up. Forget that one person and let's focus on each one of these 50 people and we're going to champion them and make sure we show them the same kind of love and give them the same kind of energy when their birthdays, babies, weddings, big events, crisis, when all that shit happens, you need to have your ass right in their corner. And that's B-Love's relationship. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is. I'll be... Yeah, I'm learning. 
How y'all feel? Do you feel that was a good tip? <laughs> I always got to look at you because you always got something to say. I don't have anything to say. I already said it. I be saying stuff and all you do is like fight back. You never say, you know what, Andy, you might have a good point. I know I have a good point on this one. But you gonna take you gonna do what both, you want to do. I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode because both of you guys, the things you were saying were exactly right. You made me think about the Blake thing. It touched me. Ruby D touched me, and you made me think about whichever one of y'all said it. What am I getting out of the friendship? That touched me too. I'm like, God bless. So yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Yeah. We gonna see. Without further ado. <laughs> W-W-I-D Let her upgrade you What would India do? W-W-I-D What would India do? Kick it! This is a crazy one I hope it's about friends not really well, friends But well It's a person in a relationship That has taken advantage of the other person in the relationship. Kick it. Give it to us. Um, I have discovered that my ex has been using my credit card to pay <sighs> for his bills. And I need uh, solid advice on how to get him to stop. We broke up about three months ago from a two-year-long relationship. I recently saw in my bank statements that I got charged for an internet bill that is not mine. I know that he is the only person who uses this provider because it is only available in his city. He lives in a different city than I do. He has somehow managed to get my card number and has been using it to pay his bills. We haven't talked to each other since we split and I need advice on how to approach the situation in a way where he and I both won't make this a bigger mess than it is. Mm. I've talked to the bank and they have told me it is easier if I contact the provider first, but in order for me to get the information about the provider and the account, I need to get it from him. Um... So how do I discuss this with him in a way in which he doesn't run from the situation and do something stupid like block me? Mm. I'm not fooling with the ex. I'm calling the bank or the credit card people. I'm reporting it as fraudulent activity and they cutting the card off. And the only reason why I'm reporting it as fraudulent activity is so that they can reimburse me my money so I don't have to pay off Indeed. the bill. Indeed. Because if you don't report it as fraud... You're going to have to pay that credit card bill because yeah. obviously you're not getting the money back from your ex. Yes, Lord. He, I, that, that's three months worth of bills because you said you broke up with him three months ago. She must be balling, though, because I'm listening one month. I'm going to know there's six or seven ninety nine out of my account. Facts. Somebody going to have to pay. Facts. Right. She balling. Tell like she want a, 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 another husband. Or something. I feel like she wants him. Like she wants back. She wants back access. Like why would you care if he blocks you? Like what's the mm. big? Right. Like he's still basically. It's like he's coming to your house, taking seventy dollars out your purse, and going yes. back to his life. Yeah. So why are you not matter about this? Like why are you concerned about making a big deal? Like the big deal is you. You were taking money from me. I'm like, do you want to go to jail? What jail? That's what you want to do. Crack is what you must so be smoking. So that's what makes me feel like she wants something from him. And so she has to be honest with herself. You want access. Because if you didn't, you're like, how do I? Because if you called your bank and said, someone's using my card and I didn't buy yes, these things. Yes, ma'am. You clearly told the bank, and my ex-boyfriend is blah, blah, blah. Because right. the bank was like, this is all you can do. I would not have even said that it was my ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. I'd be like, ma'am or sir. 
there's some charges out here that are not coming from me. I don't know where they're coming from, but they are not my charges. And there must be some type of fraudulent activity. They could trace that shit back to him. But I would not be telling them that that is my boyfriend and he's using my card. I'm getting my money back. I'm blocking you before you have the chance to block me. Yeah, I'm the blocker. Yeah. There ain't going to be no you blocking me. I'm blocking you. Well, no, I'm not blocking you before I get my paper. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, mean, I don't have to talk to you. I can reach out to you and say how much of a dirtbag you are for stealing my money and that I'm going to press charges on you and you going to go to jail for stealing if that's what you want to do. Or you could be like Uber Uber Urban and do a do, do one of those live videos where you tag somebody and tell the story <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. tag the person but and then I block them. It. I mean, I've seen people do that. I love it. So I don't Send suggest, it to the shade, you know, man. I don't suggest such, but I, do. I feel like what do you ask yourself? What do you want out of this that you didn't just call and, and report the fraud? Right. I don't understand. Yeah. I'm going on the shade room and I'm going to say, listen, what would you do? What, what is it called? TSR stories? Shit. I'm going to have me a good old TSR story. <laughs> Hashtag. I don't know. It, honestly, it wouldn't be nothing for me to discuss. Yeah, me either. I'm going to go ahead and report it. So sister... I don't report some stuff like I report something for fraud. Something I was getting charged one month uh, from Google for like three months. I had been getting charged by Google. You must be balling too. How y'all let Mm -mm. three month charges go? I don't even know where it was coming from. I reported it as fraud, and they gave me my money back. Bank of America's clutch. I love Bank of BOA. I love I'm you, like, baby. Bank of America give you your money back so fast. They don't want no trouble. They don't no. want no trouble. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want to prolong, and it's going to conclude this rendition of She and I podcast, the best thing that happened on a Tuesday since Monday. <laughs> Ruby D, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, my gosh. Um, I believe I'm the Royal 94 on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am. We're on line four. That's me. Yes, indeed. India Marie, tell the people where you are going to be. India.Marie on Instagram. Yes, Shop ma'am. Indie Boutique. Yes, ma'am. On That's Instagram. It. That's all we got. Yeah. Can I just tell people that India is beautiful? Like, why is her skin so clear and wonderful? Well, thank you. First of all, I why is this is late at night and she's so pretty? I don't understand. Aww, I like to limit you. my friendships. So me and Lindy will not be friends. I have limited my pretty <laughs> friendships. I have limited the number of pretty people in my life. So Lindy and I cannot be friends. Courtney, Courtney, keep... Courtney. No, Courtney. That's what I'm saying. Courtney was the last one. I'm not taking no more. Because Damn. you be standing there all of a sudden. I'm a solid seven and a half. Mess around with <laughs> India, I'll be a four. I'm not going nowhere with India. I got to stay. I, my number got to stay though, high. We are, we are going out. We're I ain't going, going nowhere with Indy. September 29th. Yes, we listen. are going oh, out. Yes, we Honestly, are going out. See that? We I'm are going out. Mm-hmm. No, we're going, going, going out. going out with me. I don't doubt that. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm trying to stay my seven and a half and not slip to a four. Fun police. No, don't <laughs> let her fool you. Fun police. We are going somewhere, aren't we? I forgot we are, about that. We are. We got a whole date night planned. I forgot. It's Sunday, September 29th. September 29th. You'll be back. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. We talk about that. Right, I was gonna say I, I was gonna ask where she going, but I don't need y'all know how her business. Okay, <laughs> you can find me at B Love nineteen eleven on all social platforms. You can also find me holding up a sign on the side of the road <laughs> saying "I miss my friend" and I'm one hundred percent that bitch. It's been real. Oh my god! It's been fun. It's been she. 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 I. 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 I.